internet peeps, and welcome to another edition of Big Trouble Little Podcast. I am Joe Dubs. Hey, I'm Andy. Zach. <laughs> and we are here for episode 89, almost to the big 9-0. But uh, we got a double feature since uh, we said that we were going to do Jingle all the way, and then we were like, no, fuck it, we're going to do Krampus, and then we're like, let's do it anyway. So we're going to do a double feature. Ernest Saves Christmas and Jingle all the way. But before we get into that, guys, what the hell have you been watching or playing? Andy, what about oh, you? I watched a ton of stuff. Um, the trailer for uh, Ghost of Tsushima made me need to watch the Samurai movie, so I got on Criterion Channel, watched Samurai Spy. Uh, extremely good movie. I liked it a lot. Um, I watched Christmas Vacation because the Christmas time and Christmas Vacation is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'll save that one for last. I watched Charlie Brown Christmas, which I hadn't seen in several years. It's still pretty good. It's only 43 minutes long. I didn't realize that, but yeah, it's good. Um, I watched Muppet Christmas. I got Disney Plus. I watched Muppet Christmas Carol. I fucking love it. That's my favorite rendition of Christmas Carol. And like, unironically, not like, oh, I love it because the Muppets are in it. They're hilarious. No, like, I really think it is a really good rendition of the Christmas Carol. And I think that Michael Caine is an excellent Scrooge. <laughs> um, I watched a whole bunch of The Simpsons. I'm caught up on The Mandalorian. Uh, obviously, that's all but one episode. The final episode should come out the 27th, I think. Final episode? There's only eight? I think so. In this season? I think. Yeah, in this they, season. They say season. Yeah. So but, maybe uh, they're going to. I guess there's going to be a season two. Yeah, but. I uh, honestly, I was ready to be like, oh, this show's stupid. It's basically just Westerns and Samurai movies, which it fucking is. Like, episode four or three, I think it's three, is just Seven Samurai. It just is. And all of them are like basically, they're ripping off Western movies left and right. They're ripping off old Samurai movies left and right. But that's what Star Wars always was. So that's, yeah. why, that's why it feels more Star Wars than the prequels or the sequels ever have. So it's excellent. Um, and I also went to the theaters and saw Knives Out. Speaking of Star Wars, everyone's favorite Star Wars director, Ryan Johnson, directed that one. <laughs> Ryan Out, Johnson. Knives Out is great. Everyone acts their ass off. Um, story's really interesting. Uh, it's funny, I, in, a, in our movie night discussion group, after I saw it, I said, it is literally about family, and it literally subverted my expectations. Like, unironically, both of those statements are true about this movie, which is really funny, because the red letter media meme. But uh, it's really good. And one of my favorite parts was after it ended, the credits started. It was like directed by Ryan Johnson. And someone behind us was like, Ryan Johnson directed that movie? And someone else was like, who's Ryan Johnson? And he's like, he directed Flash Shadow or something. <laughs> I, just, I just liked overhearing that conversation. It was pretty funny. But yeah, good. I highly recommend it. Um, if you're going to the theaters and you need something to see, see that. Yeah. You think it's that. With him not doing a Star Wars movie, it's good? Yeah, I mean, he's he's a good director. Like, I haven't seen Looper, but I've seen both this and Brick, and they're both great. So I think just him directing a Star Wars movie was a huge mistake. He should be directing other movies. Mm-hmm. They were talking about giving him his own trilogy of Star Wars movies. Fuck that. Spend that money. May, let him write something brand new. Don't 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 have him do more Star Wars movies. How about not doing Star Wars trilogies, period? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but, uh, Zach, what about you? What, what did uh, you watch or play? Wrestling. Did you play wrestling, too? No. Uh, <laughs> hmm? uh, I'm, I'm trying to... I'm refreshing my mind here. Yeah, I pretty much did just watch wrestling, and I played some Death Stranding, and I played some Sig Saturn a, a touch here. I played Sega Touring Car Championship. It's terrible. <laughs> it's it's. But it's funny. a Sega racing game. They know what they're doing. They didn't own that one. I don't know who who made it. I don't know what team was responsible for that one. But it's like on the face of it, it looks like, oh, is this like a a Sega Rally Championship pseudo sequel? And it's got similar looking cars and stuff, and it says Touring Car Championship is not. <laughs> I've ne- I have never played a racing game where like the steering is so erratic, it's insane. <laughs> but um, I finally got further in Death Stranding, and I I, I uh, did. I think I'm on chapter five now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can I talk about the first? I guess we all got far enough. That weird fucking 
six. Yeah. That World War One fucking flashback thing. <laughs> what the fuck? That's my favorite part of the game so far. That's great. I loved it. Yeah. That was really cool. I was like, what the hell? And then, like, when I had to explain to one of my friends, like, what happened, like, I was just kind of telling him because he's, like, sort of cautiously interested in this game. Uh, I, I, when I said out loud what happened to me, a tornado sucked me up into a World War One flashback, and I fought Mad Mickelson in a gunfight. <laughs> that sounds insane. <laughs> there were ghosts, too. I, I fought World War One soldier ghosts. I mean, it definitely explains why Mads Mikkelsen is on those beaches. Yeah. But, like, it's... Oh, I gotta follow it since we're on fucking Facebook streaming. So, <laughs> welcome. Um, I, I understand it's it's probably gonna be hard for you to tell me anything, so it's okay. It's like... yeah, no, I mean, we're, we're still we're still going to do a full episode about it. And I, I hate that it's going to be kind of after the, the hype, the game's hype, but I mean, we're real people and we have like lives and jobs and stuff. So, and, you know, I, I hate, I hate missing the, the crest of that, but it's just, I'm really enjoying the game. I like the story. I want, I don't want to rush through it. You no, know, I want to absorb it. I want to soak it in. Mm -hmm. And that's the way to play. And Somebody, one of the YouTubers I watched, they did a, like a survey of people who uh, hate the game and love the game, and the people who hate the game didn't even play the game. <sighs> what the hell? <laughs> so it's like, it's annoying because of the internet and people seeing that it is the walking simulator. People are going to hate on anything popular. Mm -hmm. um, I, I was looking at something, and obviously we'll talk more about this later, but I was looking at something about a. it doesn't matter if uh, the new Star Wars movie is great or terrible, people are going to hate it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's true. Like, um, Pokemon came out, a bunch of people found reasons to hate it, but everyone I know who bought Pokemon loves it. Like, you can nitpick bad bad stuff about something, but if someone's enjoying it, it's, it's good. It's good media as far as I know. I mean... It, so it doesn't matter. A Death Stranding was was a big target, and a lot of people decided they hated it before it came out. So, mm -hmm. what can you do? Yep. Uh, me, I decided since we're on, we watched an Arnold film. I was gonna watch Batman versus Robin, where he was. Oh Ice yeah. Man. So. That's that's a, that's a wintertime movie. Mm hmm. So. Okay. Had to put that in the book. I put. I I I almost said I played Home Alone. No, I did not play. Home Alone. Well, you should, because the Genesis game whips ass. Mm -hmm. uh, I watch Home Alone. I watch more of The Blacklist. I'm almost done with Season 6. And I decided, since I'm going to see Star Wars uh, Rise of the Skywalker tomorrow, uh, I wanted to watch Last Jedi and see what J.J. is going to retcon. That's and, a good idea. I should have done that. And, you know, see if he does any changes. Uh... Yeah, and after watching Last Jedi over and over again, because this is my seventh time, because I, I've been experimenting to see if I like it more every time I watch it, but I definitely start uh, less hating it as more as I watch it. So mm. we'll see what Rise of Skywalker does. So I think it's time. What do, where do we want to go first? Do we want to do a little uh, earnest first? Because there's really not a lot of fucking story to it what did you guys watch first fairness zach what did you watch first did we lose zach oh sorry i'm muted uh, i was doing something in the background i said i watched Ernest first uh because uh, that was our official pick and jingle all the way was the bonus that's the way i looked at it we'll, we'll do Ernest first then yeah okay did you guys know that this movie came out in 1988 yeah, this was the first Ernest movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And boy, does it look like an 80s film. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. I mean, it, it does have like a low-budget aesthetic to it. Mm -hmm. And I love it. And Jim Varney is a gem. Just, was this like the only movies? I mean, he's done other movies, but like, is this the only one that he's known for? No, he's talking. Ernest Scared Stupid is the best Ernest movie. I mean, come on. 
Face facts. No, I'm talking about like other films, not the Ernie. Oh no, he was uh, well, it's not huge, but he was the voice of Slinky Dog in Toy Story. I thought so. Yeah, that's him. Oh man! But he died in like 2000 something. So in Toy Story two, three, and four, it's someone else. Boo. Yeah, that sucks. But he died. What are you do? Um, he had some like bit parts and some stuff. But before he did this movie, he got really popular because he did commercials locally in like Tennessee or something, and they're all hilarious. Like they're very much worth watching. There's a DVD that collects a bunch of his old stuff. I have it. And he was just really funny, and he started becoming a popular character. And then they did like uh, the world according to Ernest or something like that. It was like kind of a variety ish show on public access somewhere and it just like he just snowballed into this weird popular tv persona and eventually they decided oh we're gonna make a movie where he saves christmas so <laughs> and then you know he was scared stupid and was in the army and went to africa and broke out of jail or whatever all those movies are about <laughs> yeah it's pretty interesting uh, how many movies came out after this one yeah but um so the quick uh, storyline is Santa is retiring. He needs to uh, pass the torch to a genuine, nice guy who's going to be the next Santa. And Santa's trying to get to this guy named Joe. And Joe is doing, like, he wants to be a movie star or, or something like that, get back into film. And this agent is, like, kind of like the devil, in my opinion, because he's just, like, an asshole. And all he cares about is money. But I'm not saying he is the devil. It's just who I see him as. But uh, Ernest... By the way, Ernest, the worst driver in America. Period. Agree or disagree? <laughs> uh, yeah, seems like it. Um, that whole beginning sequence where he's in the cab is, you know, it's, it's slapsticky and outrageous. Mm-hmm. And it kind of does a good job setting the tone for the movie. But it's almost like more slapsticky and outrageous than everything else that happens. So it, it almost seems like a skit looking back. Kind of does, yeah. Yeah, I like the part where he like does like a turn and the guy in the back like flies out of the cab and he's like stiff and scared. Sure, where's the goddamn seatbelt? <laughs> oh, man. There's a lot of like to unpackage in this movie. Uh, first of all, how old was the little girl, do you think? Um, the actress or the character? Yeah, great question. Character. Actress, I think. I think the character's supposed to be, like, 14, 15? I felt like she was, like, 15 or 16. But she looks like she's, like, 19 or 20, right? I'm not crazy. No, I thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, they did, a. Uh some things in there that was like, ooh, this is kind of being pedo-ish a little bit. Yeah, she, like, sleeps on Ernest's couch, and he's making her breakfast. It's like, oh, Ernest fucked that little girl. (laughs) (laughs) Damn! (laughs) He's fucking throwing pancakes on the ceiling, getting stuck, and then, like, he did that quick plate movement, and he got all the pancakes stacked. I like that gag. That's funny. (laughs) Next question. Who is Vern? Is Vern us? Is that Vern is Ernest's neighbor, and it was it was like create it was a char- character that was created for the commercials. Like he would come in and tell Vern about how great um uh what's that company's name Burner's Ber- ice cream was or whatever. And it's like oh they have a, they have three new flavors, and you can find it at all your local grocery stores. Ooh. and by the way, Vern, I like the little bear because he's sleeping. And- Sorry, that's a joke I always really liked, but I didn't phrase it right. But yeah, it's like he's talking to the camera, and the camera is Vern. Vern is his neighbor, and Vern hates Ernest because he lives next door and always breaks into his house. But there's a sequence in this movie – the other movies don't do this, but there's a sequence in this movie where he goes to Vern, and it's in like first person, like your Vern, and Ernest is like pulling a cable out of the goddamn wall and stuff. (laughs) Vern is Ernest's neighbor and um, Ernest comes over and like destroys his things and injures him and it's hilarious Yeah, I want to know what your guys favorite things about this movie because I can go on pretty much almost forever uh, Jim Barney's voices like he doesn't have a lot of them but the ones he can do are pretty funny Um, and yeah the Vern Vern sequence oh there was one other thing I really liked as stupid as it is 
but obviously they didn't have much of a budget. So they just built a set that was a ceiling and a hanger and just put reindeer on it. <laughs> Every one of those scenes I laughed out loud because of how absurd that is. It's so stupid. They're just like walking around upside down on the ceiling. I love it. It's hilarious. Hmm. Zach, Zach, what about you? I liked uh, all the scenes of of Ernest impersonating or like just being another like character or person mm-hmm. like the one where he's like the, uh, the agent's freaking mom or whatever was pretty funny. <laughs> and, uh, I like the, the snake guy. That's my favorite one. The what? Oh, the snake guy. Yeah. That was a good one too. And, uh, I think my favorite was when he went to the prison though. <laughs> oh, as a lawyer. Yeah. As a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he had a really good like he just it's like he played like one of those characters that's always in 80s movies that slimy fucking lawyer businessman guy totally yeah and uh i like the Vern thing too that was hilarious mm-hmm. uh this was like the first earnest movie i'd ever seen oh for real yeah i went my whole life without really seeing them like i i, I caught bits of them on tv all the time but never actually watched one all the way through so it was like the Vern thing happened, and I'm like, why do I feel like I've seen that somewhere like before? <laughs> I, I just couldn't put my finger on it, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, th- those were all the scenes I really liked. I like the guy that played Santa too. Yeah, he did a real good job. He's like genuine in a way. Yeah, yeah, and apparently the guy who played Santa uh, did a small role in uh, Ghostbusters too. He was the Plaza Hotel man. Oh, yeah, and uh. Oh, he's done Alf movie. Okay, he's done a lot of uh, kid stuff here. That's cool. Oh, and he, he oh he did a Phantasmagoria, the video game. <laughs> what? <Okay. laughs> That's quite a departure. Jeez. Okay. All right. Him and Mister Duncan from Home Alone Two should tag team together. <laughs> That'd be the most wholesome tag team. Uh, what do you think of Joe? By the way, the the new Santa. Oh, him. okay. I was like, "Am I supposed to say Joe who?" And you say Joe Mama because I'm not. I'm not calling for it. It wasn't clicking for me for a minute. I'm like, oh yeah, it was him. He's the guy who's trying to be Santa. He's trying to get him to be Santa the whole time. Mm-hmm. He was he, in, uh, he was he, in, he was in Mash. It looks like. I thought he looked kind of yeah. familiar too. Yeah, it was bugging me a lot. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Um, he was good, I guess. I honestly, I mean, as evidenced by me forgetting what his name was, he wasn't ultra memorable. I, I mean, Ernest steals every scene he's in. Yeah. Honestly, like the little girl might have been a decent actress, but Ernest steals every scene. Uh, Santa Claus was great. It's 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 hard to take away from like how genuine he is. Plus, he had more scenes on his own. But Ernest is great. Uh, Joe is sure he's interesting and I like his arc, but Ernest just steals every scene. Ernest is the best. Mm-hmm. Ernest makes the movie. I think if it was just Ernest the whole movie, he would still make it entertaining because he could play so many characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I also really like the scene where he, he drives the sleigh. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, he was in space. I laughed at that more than I probably should have. <laughs> um, what do you think of the elves? They were weird. They scared. Yeah. They scared the fuck out of me. Yeah, I was scared. It's like they got old, small people to be elves. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I mean, that's just how they look. But it's just it's it was such a weird direction to go. Maybe that's what they were going for. I guess Santa, Ernest is weird. Santa, Santa's not gonna like this. <laughs> um. For some strange reason, I thought when Ernest was going to be the bringing in the snakes or something like that, like I I had a like weird feeling that Jake the Snake was going to come out of the uh, movie uh, place. That would have been awesome. But you know, maybe they couldn't afford him. <laughs> um, I thought the girl was annoying at times. Uh, you kind of knew that she was going to be a little brat later on when she steals the sack of uh, presents. Yeah, she sucks. And then uh, what's funny is like Santa and Ernest like knew and they just still allowed it. I guess they had the, the Christmas spirit and faith that she would come back and 
everything would be okay. Well, Ernest even had the sense to be like, hey, you should check the magic sack. You know, just in case. I don't want to be a dick or anything. And Santa checks it, and at the time, she hadn't switched it. And then he's like, here, put this in the truck. And then she switches it. Mm-hmm. He had the script. <laughs> it was in the sack. Um, Another thing that's not nitpicking, but I just, I just thought it was like, you cried about Joe shaving his beard or about to shave his beard. And then the magic puts it back on him anyway. Yeah. It's yeah. Like... <laughs> it's, Santa's just a, a, a fan of beards. Who yeah. is it? I guess. Uh, the agent was an asshole the whole time. Yeah. The uh, director and producer, I think, were assholes. But like that's obvious. Yeah, that director wasn't really much of an asshole, but his like fucking assistant... Whoever the the producer guy and the other one, they were assholes. Mm-hmm. Trying to think what else. Uh, nothing really annoyed me. I I just was I was entertained, but not not more entertained than the other movies that we watched. Sure. Uh, all around, I love that the eighties and nineties were about the Christmas spirit and about love and family and all that stuff. So Ernest kind of hits that in every point. Yes. And yeah. <laughs> me and Zach uh, uh, joked around, but John Cena could be the next Ernest if they wanted to. <laughs> as he's, as he's aging, he is looking more and more like Ernest. Good. And it's like, he could be like a huge jacked Ernest, like in the reboot. Mm-hmm. And he could do like a lot more action stuff, and he and, I, he, and he could totally make all those ridiculous faces because he did that anyway. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be Vern in that reboot universe. Vern, Vern, you got to see this. He's like picks. It's like the key. It's like he picks the camera up for like an attitude adjustment and throws him <laughs> on the couch. You got to see this right now. And he starts like throwing furniture everywhere. That'd be terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Um, I don't know what else to say. The 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 soundtrack. Was there any? Because I don't remember any. I don't recall anything except like generic Christmas music. It was like 80s era poppy Christmas music. Uh, some of it was kind of catchy. Uh, part of me has a soft spot for that kind of music, though. Mm. Uh, but like, I don't really remember it, though. Yeah. I kind of I kind of popped a little bit that it was in Orlando. I was like, oh, man, I live oh, here. Yeah. I live here now. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't mention that till just now. It took place in Florida, and it was like weird. Mm-hmm. There was that one scene where, like, that business guy was talking to that business. Santa was talking to this businessman in the airport when he was getting his bag, and they're doing all that that cheeky stuff where he's like, "Oh, where are you from?" He's like, ah, "I'm from up north," yeah, and all that. I'm in toys. I've been doing it longer than you can imagine. How yeah. oh, you feel? And he makes that offhand comment. The, the businessman makes that offhand comment about like, "I wish it'd snow" or something. And he gets the when Joe gets the power, he makes it snow. Santa reminds him. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh." And did, did you guys think it was a little too easy to get Joe in the first place? Because like, yeah, he kind of like shoes him off a little bit. Like, yeah, buddy, you know, you're old, you're senile. You know, yeah, I'll, I'm going to be Santa and all that jazz. And, and, like, literally within the same day, he just like, oh, man, this filming job sucks. I see a sleigh. It, it's all real now. <laughs> I thought that was a little too convenient. It's like he just, he sees the sleigh and that, that cinches it for him. Mm-hmm. Well, I was thinking about this a little bit, too, and this is what I think. Like, um, Santa looked at all these different candidates and did all the vetting and stuff. And I think Joe was the perfect candidate because that's his reaction to it. Like if there's a possibility that he can be Santa and, you know, serve the children of the world, that, that excites him. And when he like sees the magic of Christmas, it like locks into place and he's like, it, it's Christmas time, bitch. And he gets out of there and goes to be Santa Claus. I don't know. That's, that's what I thought. Like that's why he's the perfect candidate because he has a mind that is willing to, um, Except the magic of Christmas. Because the normal person would be like, what the fuck is that? I don't even know. (laughs) I guess that's true because every other time, like when Santa's trying to talk to him and he's like, I'm going to show you the the sack, the magic, and that he didn't actually have it every time. Yeah. 
it was like gone for some reason or he couldn't talk because some asshole kept cutting him off yeah like i think that would have had the same effect as like look the magic of christmas and joe would have been like the magic of christmas i want to be santa claus okay so yeah sure i'll buy that and i do like the concept of like the changing of the guard a little bit where you're you know i'm i'm retiring you know it's not that i don't want to be santa it's just that i need to have my life retirement so it's time to pass it on what did you guys think? Did you think it was a good concept of different Santas, or you do you believe there should only be one Santa? No, I, I kind of like that idea. Even yeah, though I, there was like the Klaus thing, we saw the Klaus, and it was just like, oh, well, he died. He died, and he ascended, became the spirit of Christmas. He ascended to Santahood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like both of those ideas, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I totally recommend this film. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I, re- I recommend this and Scared Stupid. Ernest movies are great. And if you like them, branch out, but also look up the old commercials he used to do. Ernest is fucking hilarious. Also, I love a good Christmas movie. And Zach, what about you? Yeah, I recommend it. And that's it's a good Christmas movie. It's a good comedy. Pretty, pretty clean 80s comedy, too. That's the other thing is there's not really a lot of stuff in it that would be like, I can't show this to my kids or anything. Yeah. Yeah, there was, like, no, like, bad things happening. I mean, the, the closest thing to violence was uh, Ernest driving, pretty much. Or invading that guy's house. Yeah. And ruining his home. <laughs> All right, but we're not going to rank it yet because we're going to do a double feature. But let's get into Jingle All the Way. Unfortunately, if you listened to our last episode, you already have most of my opinion about Jingle All the Way. I unironically love this movie. I think it's a good Christmas movie, and I think people who think, oh, it's, it's so bad, it's good, uh, they're they're not seeing the forest for the trees. I think it's a, it's a well-made movie. Mm-hmm. This movie. And I've got a lot of attitude about that opinion. So, you know, it's an unpopular opinion, but I think it's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie, and I actually recently watched a Nostalgia Critics fucking review, or whatever he did with his video. Oh, yeah. And... He nitpicked the fuck out of this movie. I mean, that's what internet reviewers do, though. Mm-hmm. Touche. But this movie starred Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sinbad, yeah. uh, <laughs> Phil Hartman, rest in peace, Rita Wilson. Uh, Jake Lloyd? Is that what you guys said? Yeah, Jake Lloyd was his son. I did not realize that was him until you guys said that. As mm-hmm. soon as I saw him, I'm like, is that Anakin? <laughs> oh, my God, it is. Are you an angel? <laughs> what the fuck? No, I'm terrible, man. <laughs> and Jim Belushi as Mall Santa. Yeah, I thought that was him yeah. too, and he was the Mall Santa. And Big Show as Big Santa. <laughs> Big Santa. <laughs> but uh, kind of like a synopsis of this movie, Howard works a lot. He's he's a technically a bad father. He's never there <laughs> for his son. And... Uh, one day he asks his son, like, what is the one thing you want uh, for Christmas or just in general? And he's like, I want a Turbo Man doll. So, so that's his mission. He's and- buying his, his child's love because his, his kid's pissed off that he didn't come to his karate thing. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I missed your karate thing. Oh, what, can I, what do you want for Christmas? Make sure Santa brings it to you. And uh, the kid says he wants a Turbo Man doll. He's like, I'll get it for you. And he's like, I love you, Dad. So <laughs> buying his kid's love, which is fine. Did you like the? Uh, did you laugh out loud when he was late to the karate thing and he had to say out loud, "I guess I missed it." <laughs> it got a chuckle out of me. <laughs> it's like it's like they were they were like sweeping the floor and nobody was there. <laughs> I didn't make it, <laughs> and we're like, and I'm like, yeah, Arnold, we know you didn't really need to do that, but. Yeah, you're- your secretary said you weren't going to make it, and then you got pulled over also. So you got fucked up. <laughs> By the way, what is? let's go ahead and talk about that cop, because I've been dying to talk about that cop. Um, he's just doing his job the first couple times he turns up, and then he gets dumped on for the rest of the movie. Yeah. It's <laughs> hilarious to me. I'm not saying don't do it. I do that all the time. Fuck it. But <laughs> it's funny, because he pulls over Arnold because he's driving on the shoulder. You can't do that. 
Um, he does some other stuff. He responds to the call to the, the radio station. Uh, Arnold actually backs into his motorcycle. That's Arnold's fault, not the cop's fault. So, of course, he's angry. And then it's like, oh, he got coffee spilled on him, and his hands are messed up, and oh, it's hilarious. Uh, no, the cop was just doing his job, and then he gets dumped on, which that is comedy. <laughs> But I it, thought that scene where like the they're he's there with the bomb squad like they, he's like I got the bomb, and they they run out of there and then he's like hang on I'm a, I'm on the bomb I was on the bomb disposal team for twenty years or some shit yeah I was like okay so, and then I when that happened and they were running out of the building and they were at the street I'm like man how hilarious would that be if that actually was a bomb and it exploded that happened like right after I said that yeah. I love I that like, scene. It's hilarious. And I was like, "Are they dead?" In the uh, in the TV version of this movie, or I think it's the TV version, they cut that. There's no explosion there. That sucks. Why? Yeah. It, it reveals in the movie. And, and I love Sinbad's delivery. Man, there's some messed up people in this world. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they would cut that though, because it immediately shows it was just a goof. Because he's okay. Yeah. Which made me laugh more. I was like, he's alive? He's got like the Yosemite Sam blown up face. Yeah. Sorry, I, I know I was jumping pretty far ahead, but it's just, you're talking about the cop guy, and that really stuck out to me. Yeah. I mean, that that's one of the best, the most memorable scenes in the movie is the bomb. Jamie was annoying in this movie. Oh, the kid, Anakin? Yeah, that's what he does. He annoys everybody and ruins everything. <laughs> I kind of hated um, Phil Hartman's kid more, though. That kid sucks. That kid was a douchebag. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a known fact because Phil Hartman is supposed to be the douchebag father with the douchebag son. Yeah, and his kid's, like, spoiled and has two Christmases because he's he's divorced or whatever. I don't know. And he wants to bang Arnold's wife. (laughs) The part where he tells tells Jamie, he's like, man, your parents should get divorced. It was amazing for me. Survive for my parents. I was like, that's fucked up, man. Yeah, she's like, fucked up, kids. Shut up. Around that time, that's when, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to get like socio political shit. Divorce rates were going up in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's kind of weird. <laughs> the Phil Hartman character was fucking amazing. <laughs> Just when, like, Arnold called up the house, did Phil Hartman, like, answer the phone? He's like, these cookies are great. Put the cookie down. <laughs> Are yeah, I confused that line. It's, I thought that was like from Kindergarten Cop forever for some reason. But no, it was from this movie. Other people's lunches. Stop it! <laughs> and then, uh, like, by the way, who does this where your neighbor is in your house and you decide to go take a shower? That was weird. Because remember the part where he's like, well, your wife's in the shower. You want me to go get her? And he's like, no! No! <laughs> <laughs> that guy was like, that... that... That guy's character was, like, fucking amazing. It was, like, weird. He was, like, this weird neighborhood wife predator. Yeah, he's in touch with his feminine side, so all the women want him. I I like it, though. It it works. I like how he, like, decorated Arnold's house for him. Like, he drove home after (laughs) he missed the karate thing. And he's like, hey, I decorated your house. How do you like it? And he's like, it's great. Like if you can tell if came over and someone was decorating my house, there would be fucking violence. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> oh my god! And then the part where, uh, where, and I know we're jumping around a lot, but like Arnold kind of gives up because he goes to the toy store, he, he tries everything, and he just he's defeated. So he goes to fucking Phil Hartman's house. To fucking steal the uh, toy. And why is there a fucking reindeer in his house? Because he got a reindeer. Yeah. Remember? Jamie told him, he, hey, Tim's petting mom, or mom's petting Tim. And yeah, he's like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. That reindeer was a dick. And then he punches it, and I immediately thought about Conan and the Barbarian. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then it melts out, and they have a beer together. That's also a great scene. <laughs> Arnold shares a beer with a reindeer in this movie. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Um, One of my other favorite scenes. Sorry to step on your eye. Um, but anyone who's worked retail will love. He goes in as don't you have the double man doll? And they all laugh at him and everyone laughs at him. And then there's the montage of store clerks laughing at him because he wants that season's hot to white. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It it reminded me of the uh, Furby times when uh, people were going nuts for Furby. 
Remind me of everyone up trying to get one of them wheeze and meet Wheeze. Yeah. That was the that was the one for us that we experienced was the Wii. Oh yeah, I was in GameStop, so like I had the Wii questions and stuff. What do you mean you don't have a Wii? Um It's the hottest fucking console out there right now. And Nintendo doesn't know how to mass produce consoles. So, so No they know no they know how, they just don't want to. So is Sinbad he's I can't remember. Is he he was fired or not? No, he wasn't fired. He was just a drunk postal worker. Okay. okay. I think, I think <laughs> he said at some point about losing his job or not. I don't know. But he still has all that mail in the uniform of the truck. I just love the back and forth between him and Arnold. And, like, they're almost killing each other. And then they, like, either go to a diner or, or get a beer or something. And they're just, like, talking again. Like nothing <laughs> happened. Yeah. Um, I guess we could talk about the fucking Santa warehouse fight scene. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard that. There's a siren. Neat. Nice. Okay, it didn't pick up. <laughs> oh, I heard it. Okay. Yeah, you're in trouble. You're about to get arrested. No, well, hang on. Let me get my gun. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um... Yeah, that fight scene was a little weird to me, but like awesome at the same time. Cause I, I like that he punched like like the, the he fights a bunch of Santas and then like this real big Santa shows up. Yeah, and then it's like I was like, wait, is that it's Big Show? Yep, <laughs> I just it's knew immediately. Show. Oh, it kind of reminded me of uh, Indiana Jones, like you know when he's fighting people and then all of a sudden like a big guy comes and you know he's like, oh shit, I got to fight this big guy now. Mm-hmm. I had the same thing. I was like, "Oh man, Arnold got his own Indiana Jones scene." A little he bit. Punched, he punched that little elf like by accident or some shit, and he went flying all the way across the room. I laughed at that. <laughs> I did too. Yeah. I'm like, "How the fuck right. did they do that?" I was actually like thinking about how they did an effect like that. I don't think I, it definitely wasn't CG. So what the fuck did they do? <laughs> Maybe Arnold really punched him that hard. Fucking flew across. It's probably wires. <laughs> um, I guess we've been talking how we love this movie. Um, what did we like? Either dislike or hate about it. Um, uh, I I mean it's not a perfect movie for sure, but no. I watched it more than a week ago. I'm having a harder time remembering. There wasn't really much about this that I I didn't like. Yeah, I mean, just because it's not a perfect movie and it's not the best movie doesn't necessarily mean it, it's like they they got what they were going for, you know. Mm. They they weren't trying to make the most brilliant Christmas comedy ever made. They just wanted to make a good Christmas comedy, and they did. I think. I I think the only thing annoyed me was Jamie's alliance on how he delivered things, but especially when he's like talking to his dad, it was like, and I know he's a kid and he's not like any other actor that's going to be acting like amazing but like when he was talking to his dad on the phone i was like shut up kid you live yeah. in the, you live in this big house <laughs> no children actors just suck they, i mean but honestly i thought he did an okay job except macaulay culkin he didn't suck yeah he was he was brilliant <laughs> he's the robert de niro of children he's also a wrestling mark so is he yeah he loves he loves indie wrestling but we'll move of on of course he does <laughs> Um, let's talk about the parade scene. Um, I thought it was really funny that Arnold was Turbo Man, and then Sinbad was like the uh, evil villain character of the show. Uh, <laughs> I just love how Sinbad was like gonna kill a kid for a toy. <laughs> it seemed like it was going in that direction. Yep. He, like, climbed the roof. He, like... By the way, at this point, just fucking drop the toy. And then what really annoyed me throughout this whole thing, but, like, also at the same time, like, oh, Christmas spirit, is, like, he gave the toy to Sinbad, even though he's going to jail probably for a long time. I like that part. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you could have killed people by, like, running away and almost making that structure fall on people. 
for a toy. And then well, he wanted the toy. What? You gotta fight for your toys, man. He wanted that toy. That toy was well, huge, by the way. Yeah, well, it was, they said it was like a special one or something. Yeah, it was a limited edition Turbo Man. So it was like even better than the one that he fucking wanted to begin with. But you know what this movie really is? It's a takedown of the hysterical uh, Christmas consumerism. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it kind of is like a little bit of a parody of it somewhat. Oh, definitely. Because like when all the scenes were like all the parents are like fighting each other in the stores and like turning over like cash wraps and all this other stuff. In caps, ruining everything. They're like shoulder checking each other, flying into like displays. <laughs> just, I'm just like, this is fucking insane. It actually got me laughing pretty hard because it's like, it's a lot like those. You see them now because now everybody's got a, a camera on them. Uh, whenever Black Friday happens, something really bad happens somewhere. <laughs> and there's like several videos. Um, I also like the part where, where you know Jamie's so fucking dumb that she he can't tell that his father with an Austrian accent is saying Jamie. Look, it's like Clark Kent, brother. You put on the glasses. He's oh, Clark. Where have you been? Turbo Man knows my name. <laughs> and uh, what do you think of like the TV show in general? It kind of reminded me a little bit like Rocketeer meets Power Rangers. It kind of did. Power Rangers playing to it. I like how nobody liked that sidekick, that weird giant. You know, the parents beat him up. That's rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> nobody likes you, Booster. <laughs> and uh, nostalgia critic brought this up, where he was like, "This parade has some shitty balloons and shitty uh, things for the parade, but they were able to afford a fucking turbo, uh, a jetpack, yeah. for Turbo Man." I mean, the jetpack is the least believable part of this movie, far and away. <laughs> Look, it's where the budget went. You can tell where the budget went for the parade. They had to set up this big Turbo Man demonstration. It's and true. besides, it was like, I guess this movie took place in Minneapolis or something? Yeah, that's right. That's what I thought. I mean, this isn't the fucking Macy's Day, the Thanksgiving Day parade or anything. Like, come on, man. Well, they still had Sonic. They had Sonic was there, yeah. <laughs> What was first, this movie or Kindergarten Cop? Let me check. Kindergarten Cop was first. Oh, I was about to look the other way. I think Kindergarten Cop was like 92 or 93. Hmm. Let me go. Wow, he made a lot of movies. Uh, Yeah, man. Arnold was the shit. Last Action Hero was 93. True Lies. 94. Yeah, Jingle All the Way. Oh, yeah, Kindergarten Cop was 1990. Damn. Well, earlier than I thought. I thought it was like 92. Wait a second. Arnold was in a Tales from the Crypt episode? What? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> wow, I gotta, I gotta check that. The episode's called The Switch. Is it about the Switch? The Nintendo Switch? No. Oh, man. Because it's a great console. <laughs> um... What else could we talk about this? I think uh, I think we hit every like good point of it. I mean, Phil Hartman was great. You guys forgot to mention the fact that this is Sinbad's best role. Yes, I guess it is. Good. I mean, you never you never watched his TV show, did you? What? He had a TV show. Oh, not really. Uh, he, I'm surprised you said no. I was like, okay, you apparently really didn't know about it. You guys remember the movie when he was a genie? Yes. Yeah, Kazam, man, that exists. Oh my god, uh, my brain. Mandela effect. Uh. <laughs> but, uh, uh, the only other thing I can think of to remember is, I guess, when Phil Hartman's character Tim, it's like when when Arnold gets caught trying to steal the, their Turbo Man from their tree, and it ruins everything, and he, the hero, the protagonist, is at his lowest point. He's in the backyard drinking beer with a reindeer. Ed <laughs> Balthazar. Yeah. And then it's like it, uh, his wife and Jamie go with go with Tim to the parade. It's like, what the fuck? He stole your family. Hey, it really bothered me, the fact that Arnold could have just been like, I saw smoke. There was a fire, so I went in to put it out. 
He's not that smart. See, when he backed into the cop's bike, he could have just drove the fuck off. Uh, he, he never would have known it was him. Yeah, I mean, he was. I, I don't know. He, he might have seen his license plate or something. Maybe. If he, the, the key is to act really normal when you drive away. Don't just speed off. Just be like, mm, just go. <laughs> what was that car, car sound again? <laughs> what? Have you backed over some police cruisers? No, I, I, I've done a lot of things. You don't even know about it. You know, right when you said that, I thought of, I backed up into a cop car the other day. I'm sorry. But but anyway, it's like when they eventually go to the the parade and then he manages to get his mom just in the car alone with him. That whole scene plays out where he's like, listen, just just stop fighting it. I know you're crazy about me. (laughs) That whole scene with like, I I don't know. That was really funny too to me. Like when she just, finally blew up on him and I guess got eggnog all over him. The one she hit him with in the head with a thermos or something. I think that's what happened. I think so. Like there was a thermos full of eggnog in that car. And then like, she just went, wham, <laughs> fucking hit him with it. Um, that did not go as planned. <laughs> His glasses are all fucked up. <laughs> the wife in this film very not memorable, I guess. I mean, he's very memorable to Phil Hartman because, you know, he wanted a banger. Um, he wanted to bang everybody, though. Well, he mostly wanted to bang Arnold's wife. I guess. Or I should say Howard, since that's his name. Howard. But, it's it's Arnold. But the, <laughs> the only, like, line she had in there that was, like, I guess memorable is when, you know, fucking Anakin was on the phone. So you're calling him Anakin now. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Right. So Conan the Barbarian is raising Anakin Skywalker in this movie. And they live next door to um, a bunch of Simpsons characters. <laughs> yeah. But, like, Anakin's on the phone talking to Conan. And it's like, he he did this whole speech of, like, you're an asshole, Dad. He didn't really say asshole, but, like, you... Don't do a promise. You don't give fucking promises. And he, like, hangs up the phone, and, like, there's a close-up onto the wife, and she goes, oh, Howard. And then that's it. And I was like, ugh. Well, she knew that he fucked up again. And he broke like, into another house. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about this. You can't just break into people's houses. Oh, that's funny. We watched two movies where there was a burglary. Pretty much burglar. I can't even say it. Robbery, burglary. whatever. There was burglary. Burglary. <laughs> burglary. You know, it's a really hard word to say. Rural. <laughs> rural. Rural. Oh man. Uh. Yeah. I I totally recommend this movie. What about you guys? Yes. Yeah, one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, so I think we should get into our ranking before we get into our final ranking. Um, Zach, you're the only one that hasn't filled up the thing yet. Oh, shit. Give me some time to do that. You guys mug for a while. You hack fraud. Sorry. (laughs) I always forget about that, and then I just go do it. (laughs) You already watched uh, Home Alone. What? Did you say you watched Home Alone? Yeah. Uh, Home Alone's better than all these movies. Yeah, Home Alone's a classic. I fucking love that movie. I'll I'll tell you guys a, a, a darkly kept Christmas secret of mine. The end of Home Alone brings me to the verge of tears. It's, I mean, no, it's pretty, it's pretty great. I I, I have a hard time watching it with other people because I have to hide my feelings. But when his mom gets home at the end of the movie and that music is playing, oh yeah. my, god. oh, I can't even stand it. <laughs> what? Pretty rough. I I. I gotta get deep into this now. Why does it make you cry? Does it have like a personal effect to you? Or oh, yeah. I mean, Christmas. I, I've always loved Christmas, and a lot of Christmas movies will do that to me a little bit. Like uh, I get not weepy, but like a little, a little you know, lump in the throat watching the Garfield Christmas special for crying out loud. Because there's there's a scene in it where the grandma talks about um, her husband having died, and all sometimes she can still feel her arms around me. And it's a fucking Garfield Christmas special. It's like damn, pump the brakes on the feeling. Holy shit, special. <laughs> but uh, 
So I, I, I'm a little, I'm a little bit of a, of a weakling when it comes to Christmas anyway, but it's like, it's his mom that's coming home and like Christmas always reminds me of my mother and we watched it a lot when I was a kid and it's just like a perfect storm of Christmas emotions. Do you think, and this is a great segue because you're probably gonna be like, fuck no. Do you think they should remake Home Alone? No. No. Okay. I heard they're going to though. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. I did see that there is a, uh, there's a, god damn it, the thing that people sign to try to make things happen. My brain. Yeah, there's a petition. Jesus. <laughs> there's a petition to go ahead and remake it, but just cast Macaulay Culkin as the kid again and just not acknowledge the fact that he's a full grown adult and just have him do the movie again. But as <laughs> creepy old Macaulay Culkin. Another good idea I heard was to have him be a bandit. That would be cool, yeah. <laughs> it's like his life was ruined and he became a bandit. <laughs> he couldn't play the father or anything like that, but if he was one of the two, the wet bandits to keep in his mouth, maybe. You know, be, but, you know, be great because Joe Pesci and uh, I forgot the other guy's name. Um, it Marv. Marv, correct. Hey, there's Marv. Um, it would be really great if, like, uh, Macaulay Culkin's character, like, is homeless and stuff, and he needs money, and he come he comes across the Wet Bandits, and he's like, I'm sorry, guys, for, like, making your lives hell. I need money. I need a place to stay. And they, like, make... I, that's the plot so far, but, like, somehow they, like, teach him how to fucking do something. I teach him how to fucking steal from people's homes. Yeah. <laughs> and then they like they mess with this wrong kid who's kind of like you know Kevin's character, and uh, you think Kevin is gonna outsmart this kid, but this kid is fucking better than him. Did you guys know that that Kevin's brother Buzz was played by Kevin Owens? Is that true? You told me that. No, that's a meme. Oh. <laughs> it's like. And I was like, is that true? It, it looks like it. Sounds right, but not. <laughs> no, it's just, it's like that meme. I'm going to tell my kids this is Kevin Owens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, guys, it looks like we have a Christmas miracle here. Looks like we all agree. We all agree in our picks. Um, I guess the only thing we could possibly talk about is why is jingle all the way under klaus um well basically we're talking about this was hard for me but we're talking about um christmas movies we're talking about which is the best christmas movie and you can make an argument about which one is the best movie or this that and the other um when i make this argument it almost makes me want to bump Ernest over Krampus, but I think Krampus was a little more entertaining, but maybe it's just because I'd seen Ernest as a kid. Um, but Christmas movies, and I talked about this last episode or the episode before, has to have that that nuggety goodness of like warm Christmas feelings and family and stuff like that. And as far as like something you can watch with your five-year-old niece or something you can watch with your 90-year-old grandfather, Klaus is it. Everyone's going to watch Klaus. Everyone's going to like Klaus. Klaus is a great movie. Um, think all the way, great movie, but uh, it's maybe not for everyone, as evidenced by its reputation as a so bad it's good movie. Uh, Krampus, obviously not for everyone, it's a horror movie, but that's fine. I like horror movies, you guys like horror movies, and this is our show, so whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ernest Saves Christmas, it's it's got the camp value, but the budget's not there, it's a short movie, and when you boil down if you had to give an elevator pitch to that movie, it would not get made because the plot is just not there. There's not much to do in that movie. It's pretty simple. Yeah. yeah. It's just, if there was no Jim Varney, I think this movie would be like a Hallmark Channel movie. Oh, yeah. We wouldn't even know what that movie is if yeah. Jim Varney wasn't in that movie. Um, I guess my opinion is I, I put Krampus over Ernest because. It tried something new, in my opinion, with a horror meets Santa, like a holiday movie or a Christmas movie. And there was like a fucking animation in there for a little bit, which I kind of digged a little bit. And the end where it got completely metal and fire pit and these fucking devil demonic 
elves and Santa Claus. So uh, that's the reason why I have a three. Uh, I like Klaus a lot better than Jingle All the Way because it was a well-rounded Christmas movie. Um, I actually, like Andy, you said, you know, you teared up a little bit on Home Alone. I teared up a, a little bit on Klaus, and I, I just thought it was a beautiful movie. Oh, yeah, when he gets to see his friend once a year. Yep. And uh, Jingle All the Way is always great to watch because Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, I guess... A well-rounded actor, where you could literally put. Well, oh, I mean, uh... <laughs> he's he's better than what people give him credit. He he has his range, absolutely. But yeah, legitimately, he... that's probably like the last movie star. With what we have, <laughs> it was yeah. him. No, but I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to pretend and say that he's a genius comedic actor, just like he's an action superstar icon. Mm-hmm. But he has he has more range than just Conan the Barbarian punches a camel. It's like, you know that's that's the only funny thing that happens. Like he's he's a decent actor in a lot of parts. But it's funny, like when he does his comedy, it's kind of like you you give a little chuckle like especially when he does shit in like terminator 3 and even terminator genesis where he does that cheesy like one-liners and all that stuff it's like you go ha arnold being an asshole but he's funny i i really wish that he did more comedy movies because i thought like that was his other like untapped kind of side to his acting ability yeah, and it, it has a built-in, like, it's already funny. Something we have to acknowledge is stuff like Kindergarten Cop, Junior Jingle All the Way. They all have a built-in joke because it's Arnold in those roles. Yeah. Like, if it was a comedic actor, Jingle All the Way would still be a funny movie and everything. But the fact that it is Arnold Schwarzenegger doing all this crazy stuff and fighting these Santas and, like, you know, oh, I gotta get a ticket from the cops, you know, stuff like that. It's funnier because of the actor they chose. So it's it, there's already a built-in joke for you whenever Arnold does a comedic role. Mm-hmm. And uh, last but not least, like Ernest, like you said, was very simple. Um, it's one of those movies that you could have on in the background, but every time Jim Barney gets on screen, you kind of like peek a little bit and be like, what is he doing? But, oh, yeah. the, but then, like, when it gets back to the plot, you're like, oh, fuck, let me go back to, like, you know, clipping my toenails or something. <laughs> let me go back to playing Dota. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's that's the reason why I have it there. Zach, do you have any final sayings on why uh, we all agree on the same rankings and why you have it, your ranking as it is? Uh, I mean... I guess not really. It'd just be kind of reiterating everything you guys said. Like Klaus is a really good all round, well rounded Christmas movie and good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jingle all the way. I really like. It's uh, it's really good to me. Uh, but it's like I don't. It's it's just because of what it is. It's not it's not going to ever be as good as Klaus is in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Nothing against that. Yeah. Uh, Krampus is it feels like cheating a little bit but it does have Christmas themes in it uh, like you know be good to your family don't you know remember the spirit of Christmas and all that kind of stuff Yeah, mm-hmm. that stuff is in there and Ernest Says Christmas is I like it it's just it's a real simple movie There's it, to me it just doesn't have as much substance as these other three movies do yeah. They're they're all none of them are losers. It's just Ernest is less of a winner than the others. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets a participation trophy. It's funny because the movie we almost cut cut out was like <laughs> it ended up being the number two for us all. <laughs> I, I love that movie. Yeah. Yep. Alright, guys. Well that's our jingle balls special. And <laughs> that's our ranking of these uh great movies. And uh we are beginning the new year, and what we do here in Big Trouble Little Podcast, we we do a tradition uh, of watching Twilight Zone episodes uh, on January. So, the reason why I chose, and I think Andy would possibly agree, like usually during New Year's Eve, they put on Twilight Zone. I, that's my favorite time out of the year. 
Yeah, I mean, my, my cable's long gone, but I still do associate some holidays with Twilight Zone because it would be on, like, all day. And, I mean, there's a few episodes that aren't quite as good as the others, but you, you, you can almost never miss with the Twilight Zone. There's five goddamn seasons of that show, and almost all of them are interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rod Serling's a genius, in my opinion. Yeah, he kicks ass. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start off with Andy's episode. So, Andy, take it away. What are we going to be watching uh, in two weeks, by the way, if anybody wants to know, we are going on a two-week vacation. We will be coming back on the week of January 6th. Yeah, we got, we got holidays and stuff. Yeah. Um, I chose Five Characters in Search of an Exit, Season 3, Episode 14, I think. And um, I like to choose one absolutely classic one every time we do this. So I chose To Serve Man, which needs no introduction. Season 3, uh, Episode 24. To Serve Man's a great episode. Um, you'll hear my uh, picks next, uh, the, the episode after uh, Andy's picks. So stay tuned for that. So make sure you watch those two episodes that Andy picked and then come right back here and we will talk about that. But before we sign off, usually we have that news to matter to us. I don't know if you guys have any news, but one thing that is coming out or it's already out at this point, is Star Wars The Rise of the Skywalker. And before uh, the movie came out to the public, the critics just fucking roasted this movie. And if you guys remember when The Last Jedi came out, it wasn't this bad from the critics. If I remember, the critics actually kind of liked it because it was a little different than usual. And the fans are the one that uh, were pretty polarizing. Now it's like... It's a mixture now. It's kind of like the the critics hate this fucking movie, and obviously you still have the uh, the la- uh, last Jedi terrorists that are just uh, fucking hating this movie for the spite of hating it, and then you have people who like the last Jedi and fucking hate Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Everybody is tired of Star Wars now. Yeah. yeah, it's just that's enough. Just green light season two of the Mandalorian and stop with this other stuff for a little while. I think I saw a article that Kathleen Kennedy is thinking about getting rid of trilogies and just doing movies, and I have to agree. Idea. What? I said, great idea. They should do that. Yeah, I think they should come out. In my opinion, either every two to three years, but knowing Kathleen Kennedy and trying to milk this, it's going to come out every year. <laughs> Maybe I think that that is also. Um... You know, that's Disney, that's Iger, that's whatever. Telling them, look, we spent, what was it, like $4 billion or something on this franchise. We're going to get, we're going to get our monies out of it. We're going to, we're making a lot of Star Wars stuff now because they still want, they still want to do that plan a Star Wars movie every other Christmas and an Avatar movie every other other Christmas from here on out. I can't believe they do more Avatars. It just, yeah, what a waste of time. They could be, you know, Maybe putting some energy into Planet of the Apes or whatever new IP they could do. That's where it's at. Yeah. Of course, our our love of Planet of the Apes is well documented. Please go back and listen to old episodes of Big Trouble in Little Podcast where we watch all the Planet of the Apes movies. They're better than you think. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing really to talk about because I don't want to get what I heard about the movie because I, I know if I say, like, oh, you know, people... Uh, thought the characters were great you know some people might think that is like a spoiler so i'm not gonna get deep into that uh i'm gonna see it tomorrow are you guys seeing it tomorrow yeah yeah so right we're gonna start off the new year pretty the the episode back from the new year might be a juicy one because we're gonna talk about rise of skywalker and then we're also gonna talk about twilight zone meaty yeah juicy and meaty uh, do you guys have any news to talk about? No. <laughs> Damn it. I, I wanted that silence to be as awkward. <laughs> uh, it was awkward enough. I guess another story, kind of quick mention, uh, the movie Cats, like, bombed. In the- <laughs> of course it did! Duh! <laughs> His people nightmares just looking at it, probably. <laughs> don't see Cats, go see Nines. Oh, damn it! No! I don't want to watch a ruined Johnson production. See it. No. No. Come on, Daniel Craig's in it. He raped my childhood. Again. (laughs) 
Captain America's in it. He's a dick. He's not America's ass anymore. He's just a guy. He's just an ass now. He's just an ass. <laughs> He's an oh, ass, oh. man. Also, when we come back, I will have seen 1917. I can't fucking wait to see that movie. Oh, Christopher Nolan movie. Did you see the trailer to, what's it called? Tenet? Tenet, yeah. Not yet. It, I haven't seen it yet. It's pretty. I'm, watch it and then we'll talk about it in the new year. <laughs> oh, you mean the trailer or the movie? The trailer. Oh, okay. You know, I saw the trailer. I don't know what the hell that movie is supposed to be about, but it looks interesting. And Christopher Nolan's doing it, so whatever. There, right. are, there are people like comparing his other movies where, like, you know, obviously The Dark Knight and all this stuff is about a knight and then. Uh, <laughs> Uh, interstellar space and tenant is fucking apartment winners. <laughs> no, <laughs> it has to do with time travel. Apparently, it looks like like a guy. We'll the guy knows what what's gonna happen. Something with time and space. Whatever. Uh, I'm excited. Christopher Nolan is like one of my favorite directors. So let's see what he does. Um. Other than that, Bill and Ted 3 is coming out. That's cool. (laughs) Fuck you, it's January. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We're going to end the episode here. If you want to catch Big Trouble Little Podcast, make sure you go to novnetwork.podbean.com. And also, it's year into wrestling. Uh, We just did our 2010 decade episode uh, where we talk everything from WWE, TNA, ROH, New Japan, and then, and any other fucking thing that came to wrestling during that year. It's a great episode. We we talk long like usual about wrestling. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we are going to be doing some Resident Evil soon. Uh, Resident Evil 5 will come back to the Nemesis Project and we'll get that finished. But, uh, yeah. We're probably going to play Resident Evil 3 remake when that shit comes out. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we can get shored up to that point. Mm-hmm. If not, we could just like intermission play this right now. <laughs> like we could just do that. Yeah. We did that with Re- uh, Resident Evil 2 this year. Yeah, we could do that. We we, we could just, a... we just crowbarred it into the middle of everything else we were doing. <laughs> and just fucking chew it in. Yeah. Right, on that note, everybody, I wish you guys a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Later. Happy holidays. Thanks for listening. <laughs>